So I have a question I've been thinking about, actually, that I've been saving for the show. Ooh. Imagine actually saving it for the show. Right? Well, because I was going to bring it up in the Discord, and then I was like, no, this is this is exactly down Pixel Noise's alley of just semantics and figuring out what certain words mean. <laughs> yes, our brand. I've been playing a lot of, like, I don't know what to really call like Sudoku-type games, those type of games. Um, Sudoku. When does a game become just a like a test and vice versa? Um, because like, so for example, um, <laughs> I I brought this up last okay. time we recorded, uh, and I don't think it was on the recording, but I was talking to you guys before, or one of you at least, um, where I was looking at uh taking some practice LSATs. Okay. And part of the one of the sections of the LSATs is actually called logic games. And I was like this is not a game, but it's also not not a game. Like it, it is it feels a lot like Sudoku and like those those types what of What is a game? Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out like is it a game? Is the LSAT a game? Are tests just timed games? So you have nothing new to I bring think... up on the podcast. That's what you're telling us. You have no <laughs> new topics. Well, I think you originally asked, like, when does a game become a test? Mm -hmm. And then it's more like, when does a test become a game? I guess. I feel like is what you're asking. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because, like, I mean, my initial thought was when there are stakes involved, like real life stakes. But there are games with real life life stakes, like sports are games, I guess. Um. <laughs> <laughs> sports are games, I guess. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm really God. struggling to come up with with like a like a one single rule or even a group of rules that would be like, no, this is this is a test. So, this is not a game. So speed running is not a game. Well, speed running is something you would do with a game. I wouldn't speed say speed running is a sport and sports are games so therefore oh, speed running Christ. is a game. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like we've talked about this in the past right like what makes something a game and it, I feel like tests include a lot of those things right like there's there's something you have to work against like in in the case of of the LSAT it's time um and there are points that can be awarded or taken away um it, it I think it's a game. <laughs> right. So if I if I may, yeah. I think key, here's here's me throwing my hat into the ring. <laughs> I think key to a game is entertainment value. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so mm. uh you can have something that has challenges that you need to pass, but uh if there's no entertainment value, then I would call that more a test. But go but, fight me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's very <laughs> opinion based then. So is it a game to yeah, some people and not right. others? Because I, I wouldn't say yeah. like American truck truck simulator yes. is fun, but I know Absolutely. that you like to play it. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. So it's so it's a game sometimes, is that where we're landing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what I would say. Really? Wow. Yes. It seems like a very not very helpful definition of game, especially in the context of the question Dan asked. <laughs> it's not not helpful. It's just a subjective classification. Okay. I mean, but I, what's the difference between asking someone, "Do you enjoy doing this thing?" and like, "Is it a game?" Like, that's how we're defining game. Like, I feel like we don't gain well, anything. Well, I think no. There are other other things like right. Like, there has to be a way to win. I guess and. Uh, there has to be something that you're working against, I think. 
and tests have these things whereas like if you just go hey do you enjoy going to the movies like that's not a game right there's no way to win going to the movies unless i mean you could impose some way to win but <laughs> right entertainment i'm going to see every movie this year <laughs> <laughs> entertainment value plus objective because you can't say win because you can't win tetris fair unless we're gonna say tetris isn't a game which uh, i'm not <laughs> believing if we do um, <laughs> yeah entertainment value plus objective uh I, yeah i guess so uh i don't love the whole like things stop being a game uh but maybe i do because boy there's a lot of things that people enjoy that i think are f- stupid and i would love to call not a game but i also don't Mm -hmm. that doesn't help my point of view on trying to understand other people's perspective either so i don't know i'm not sold on that yet i mean do you want to try to define that through example like what are some things that you wouldn't call a game that other people would well uh, using the example of like i don't find it fun all of a sudden we've just nixed like 60 percent of games (laughs) like out. yeah because that's also what i immediately thought of too is like just because you don't like something doesn't automatically make it not a game. Like I don't enjoy football at all, but I will, I will not, I'm not going to ever say it's not a game. Like it's very Mm -hmm. clearly a game. I didn't say whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. I said it has entertainment value. So that means that somebody could find it entertaining, not you in particular. Sorry. You agreed to the premise that it is sometimes and sometimes not a game. So that that's what's confusing me then. I think that may also be true. (laughs) I am very confused. Please explain your (laughs) position. So it is sometimes a game and not a game, not dependent on whether or not you enjoy it. So so what is the case in which a game that is sometimes a game is or is not a game? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm still thinking about it. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) Okay. Uh, um, Yeah, I mean, with yeah, I, I, I can't agree to that because that doesn't, I don't have any reason to, and it doesn't abide with any of my previous experiences because if certainly it's certainly not my opinion of my enjoyment of the thing makes it a game or not. That's so that's not what you're saying. It's not your individual enjoyment makes a game or makes it a game or not. We keep we keep crossing over a line. No, it's not individual enjoyments, but it's a, it, it's it's enjoyable. the possibility of enjoyments. Yeah, right, right, enjoyable yeah. by someone. Right, but I I mean I would I would think that like if if that's the only criteria for as far as enjoyment goes then we can never rule anything out based on enjoyment because odds are pretty good that there's one person somewhere that probably likes this thing well it also can't be uh you you can't argue it based on finding someone who enjoys it because that's basically impossible to prove also like people live and die constantly so like you have to just be able to analyze something and assume about it that it is able to be enjoyed by a human. You basically just have to use your imagination. We can't force people to go find, oh, well, if you can't find someone that enjoys it, then it's not a game. Like, I don't think that works. No, but that's kind of, that's kind of what I mean, though, is, is like pretty much, I, pretty much anything is able to be enjoyed. Um, there, I, I mean, I can think of very few things that would not be able to be enjoyed. I mean, I can think of a few, but they're not, <laughs> nothing like that would be considered a game. Right. So the other aspect of this that I think I'm implicitly thinking of is that intention matters in a lot mm. of these classifications. So um, I, I think the intention of the creator is relevant here as far as whether something is going to be generally considered 
a game or not. So that brings you um, back to the section I, on the LSAT called Logic Games. <laughs> it's in mm-hmm. the name, so th- they intend it to be fun. <laughs> Well, why why did they why did they name it that? Maybe it's an attempt to make something very unbearable a little bit more enjoyable. Dan, I don't know. You're the one I that mean, took the LSAT. We I mean, know. I, th- it is my favorite section. I'll give it that. Hey, um, all right, we're getting all right. That yeah, feels like yeah. progress. I mean, I, I I also view it as just like a very difficult version of games like Sudoku, where it's it's essentially you have to find the placement of or order of certain things given some criteria. Right. I think. I mean, we could really get in the weeds and say they probably misused the word game and probably meant puzzle, which is a subset of game. Is it it not? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Isn't a puzzle a game? Right, exactly. So they could have said puzzle, but I guess they went for the more encompassing definition, which is less specific, less definitive, but I guess still technically correct if they're calling them all games because they're all puzzles. Fine. (laughs) Um, but there's also something a little bit, uh, like when, when I give you a thumbs up, it would be weird if I called it. Yeah. I gave you a finger up. It's like, that's a little deceptive. That feels like, (laughs) right. So one definition of a game is a form of play or sport, (laughs) especially a competitive one, according to the rules decided by skill, strength, or luck. So, okay. (laughs) Can someone please confirm whether or not we've already read this on episode one of the podcast? (laughs) I feel like we did this. Maybe we did. A game is a structured form of play, usually undertaken (laughs) for entertainment or fun, and sometimes used as an educational tool. Uh, Games are distinct from work, which is usually carried out for remuneration, and from art, which is more often an expression of aesthetic or ideological elements. So that's definitely separating things more than hmm. into boxes than I would separate. So if it's done for work, it's probably not a game. There's a lot of like usually and typically and things right. like that. Mm-hmm. And again, there's like th- there's a lot of intent, I think, in these definitions because the actual the, the literal elements of these things overlap a lot. So that's I, why I, it seems to me that whether something's a game or a test, I think, comes down a lot more to intention, you know, because you can mm-hmm. use games and tests very literally. Mm-hmm. You know, there are tons of psychological experiments that use games as a form of testing and evaluation. I, I, I do like that last one a lot that, like, separates, you know, a game from work, because, like, I'm thinking about, like, making a seating chart at work. That's a puzzle. Right. I have to make sure, like, the right. kids that are yeah. going to make me tear my hair out are not sitting next to each other and so on. Um and it's a very difficult puzzle. I would I I would argue it's a lot harder than the LSAT sometimes. But uh, yeah, that's not fun for me. So yeah, I can get behind that. It's work. Work's not fun usually. So not a game. Yeah. Maybe you're just doing work wrong, Dan. Maybe you enjoy work, and the only problem is your perception of it. Maybe your whole work is just a game, and you're just perceiving it wrong. Mm. I mean, it's kind of a game. I I am trying to beat the other teachers in my school and district and get higher scores than that I'll give you guys yeah. <laughs> use, yeah. use, using my using my uh chess pieces that are my students oh boy right and you <laughs> and you're awarded real world value for doing that in the form of points like there's yeah there's there's all kinds and, of ways and just like a lot of games the points don't actually matter and they're totally made up <laughs> this is how we know this is an episode one of the podcast because we started talking about dan's work <laughs> <laughs> I think my point of view on how to define a game, 
I've gr- I've grown distant from my interest in that question because we've I feel like to talk about the growth of the podcast at all. <laughs> we've had a lot of conversations about semantics and overall I feel like I've landed on I'm really not terribly interested in semantics like you can use words to define a lot of things and people have different definitions of various words. So ultimately what I just want to get on the page of is like, what are you and I in the conversation we're having trying to say? We're going to use word uh, the word game, uh, and if we run into trouble, we'll say, okay, hold on, let's clarify a little bit what we are uh, enveloping under this definition of game. And then you clarify that, it's like, okay, we will proceed with that definition of the game without putting any like universal definition on it. That's the thing I think that might not even be possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because these things break down when you start to take them apart. Great. Well, yeah. now that that's solved. I think what we've we totally got? settled that argument. Like, finally yeah. put yeah. it to bed. Good job. Next. <laughs> uh, I played some Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You mentioned that. Nintendo Switch Sports, the game with multiple versions of tennis and no boxing. How'd you think of it? Um. Yeah, so there are six sports on it. Um, one, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like a sword fighting game. There's soccer, um, there's badminton, there's tennis, there's bowling, and there is volleyball. Um, volleyball was terrible. Um, and I think, I think the creators (laughs) knew that because it was, it was, so only, for some reason, only half the games had tutorials, um, they kind of expected you to know how to play some of them already, which was very interesting to me. Did you buy a Switch 15 years ago? Come on. I mean, a Wii yeah. 15 years ago? Now, now you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say I didn't need tutorials for the ones that didn't have them, so I guess they, they were right. But that was an interesting choice to me. Um, but volleyball was easily the, one of the most tedious to play. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. It was, um, they moved the character around for you. They told you exactly what type of shot was coming next and what to prepare for. It was basically, it was, it was basically like a, like similar to like the guitar hero dance dance revolution type things where like you see the next thing coming down the line, not literally set up like that, but like it tells you what's Mm. coming next. You can be ready for it and then press that button. And that's not very fun when you're just playing volleyball. Mm. or you know slay the spire Mm. well slay the spire you don't always know what's coming up because the the enemies are random like you know what type of thing might be coming up i'm mostly being facetious but i'm thinking (laughs) of like within a combat yeah (laughs) hey all i've heard is that we're comparing nintendo switch sports to slay the spire and guitar hero so this must be an incredibly good game um yeah we'll, we'll hold off on that for a here's sec. my here's, uh, here's my question here's i have an, an question and maybe you'll get to this but mm-hmm. the thing the only thing i want to know is what the hell is the difference in like, that was gonna be the next thing i was gonna talk between about. tennis volleyball and badminton yeah so volleyball i will say was a lot different than badminton and tennis um okay. a lot more different than i was expecting uh there were, I want to say, three or four different ways to hit the ball that they, you know, made very clear and literally would not let you move on until you did it like two or three times, <laughs> um, which my wife found very frustrating because we were playing two player and she had a very difficult time uh, learning how to spike the ball. Um, took 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 a while. Um, we literally were not allowed to leave the tutorial until that happened because, like I said, there's only four different things and it tells you which one is coming next. So, you know that you're going to get that at some point. 
so yeah, you can you you would move the controller in the way that you would expect to to like spike the ball to uh to jump up, etc. And and so I mean the controls were different. Doesn't make that game fun. That was easily I think my either my least favorite or second from the bottom. Um, I I, I can't decide. Um, my other least favorite was that was the sword game. I thought that one was. Uh, oh no! They they ruined sword fighting. Yeah, it was it was an interesting idea. Um, I do feel like it was a bit limited by the hardware. Um, they because it was it had the most options. Like you had three different types of swords you can use, all with different abilities. Like it was interesting. I wanted to like it, but it, there it was. It was easily the most precise of any of the games, or the ones that you had to be the most precise with. And just because of like the controllers matching your movement, it was e- really easy to mess it up. Um, so I didn't particularly enjoy that one. I'll do, although I do think that it's possible to improve it, and it could be fun eventually. So the difference between tennis and badminton. Yeah, there's basically no difference. Perfect. Um, it's it's the it's the same game. <laughs> um, I do think tennis is a little bit better. It feels more feel feel it feels like they just put more time into it, which they probably have since it's been around since Wii Sports. But it, it tennis definitely felt more natural to play, uh, whereas badminton felt like no matter what way I swing this thing, it's kind of gonna do the same thing. Which they they well, so, on the loading screen they swore to me was not true, but you know whatever. <laughs> so you literally do the same swings for both of those sports because in real life the swings are very different. Um. So the yes, but with badminton it it didn't even feel like like with tennis the swings felt a little bit purposeful, right? Like I could I had some amount of control over where the ball went and I I it it felt like actual tennis swings badminton Mm -hmm. didn't feel like anything it felt like it just wanted me to wave the controller around and like as long as i waved it in the vicinity of when the ball was coming towards me i would hit it and it would be fine interesting yeah it just it just didn't seem super well put together um it might have been fun if i had never played you know either Wii or nintendo switch sports tennis and like that game didn't exist but it 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 wasn't different enough from tennis to be interesting and you know background for the listeners because we haven't talked about this in a while is that you've played a fair amount of real tennis yes right? so. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I played like uh semi-professional tournaments like in high school and a little bit in college also so like i i know quite a bit about tennis um so like the fact that i do think that the the swings feel pretty natural in the tennis game i feel like does say a lot yeah granted i haven't played for a very long time you know yeah, fun yeah. chronic illness life but um uh but like yeah it's it's um the badminton it just feels it feels like a just crappy clone of the tennis game like it, there's not really yeah. a reason for it to be in the in this game um but tennis was fun i liked that one uh bowling was a blast i had a lot of fun there um oh, good soccer was interesting <laughs> how does that work soccer is the only one that you're able to move your character wherever you want to. Uh, like, okay. you have the joystick, and it's just like a normal video game. You can move your character around. Um, I think if I had never played Rocket League, I would have really liked it. Uh, it it felt a lot right. like Rocket League, except, you know, the, obviously it's not as difficult to control as Rocket League can be. But 
Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a less fun version of Rocket League is what is what it comes down to. The even the ball is like oversized; it's bigger than your character. <laughs> it's and it was it was fine. Like I it, of the games, it's it's I think number three on my like on my top three list. Um, but you know, I I wouldn't given the choice between that and Rocket League, I would not choose Nintendo Switch Sports Soccer. Fewer explosions. Yeah. you can't drive the DeLorean. Exactly. Like, what's the point, really? <laughs> um oh and the the did i get all the games i said soccer volleyball badminton i feel like i'm missing one i think I th- uh i think uh golf i don't know if that's out golf's yet. not there no it's supposed to be coming soon that was sucked up by mario <laughs> <laughs> well i mean the thing that was obvious to me when they released the trailer i was a imme- like that, that was that was my first question uh was it looks like they released Resports, which was a great idea, mm-hmm. but then took away like two of the sports, which was a terrible idea. <laughs> um, and then tried making up for it by adding badminton and volleyball, which are the same thing. Uh, soccer is brand new, and hopefully, <laughs> soccer. Uh, Hot which, takes. Uh, badminton and tennis. Here's here's my problem. You're gonna put badminton, tennis, and volleyball all in the same game using like this motion control thing. It's like I would be very impressed if the nuances of the differences in that game came through on a Nintendo Switch controller. Like, I, so I I will say the volleyball one is different. Like that, sure. it's not it's not fun, um, but it is different than it's very clearly different from those other two, in a way that badminton and tennis are not. I mean, I it's again, I haven't played this game, but if I were to say those three games and you have to do them with a Wiimote, my expectation would be that volleyball, you swing up from the bottom, tennis, you swing from the mm-hmm. side laterally, and badminton, you swing over the top, which I think is about as different as you can possibly get with swing uh, controls so, <laughs> as far as they I are. So say, maybe they didn't do it that way, but that's what my expectation yeah, they didn't, would be. They didn't do it that way only because all three of those are an option in all three of the games. okay (laughs) but you know they did they did make the volleyball one feel slightly different but yeah did a poor job with badminton um the other like super frustrating thing is they're really trying to push the uh nintendo online subscription which i don't pay for anymore oh no um, because you can play online quote well i should say she play quote unquote online because you they, they give you a very very small amount of uh customization options and the whole thing is like you can unlock more by playing the online version. Um, and even without the Nintendo Switch Online, you can you can play the online mode, but you're only playing against computers. So you're not playing online. Um, but that's the mode you have to be in to unlock uh, customization options, which I find very frustrating because they also limit the customization options i think they said it's something like two a week you can get unless you're paying for the nintendo online where then you can just keep playing and get more and more um which i found that very frustrating because like i'm not paying for an online subscription to get a pair of glasses and nintendo switch sports (laughs) but dan have you bought the nintendo battle pass this month (laughs) oh my god no (laughs) now i mean just from your description i it sounds like the thing that you're paying for is access to online play, which is standard, mm-hmm. uh, as well as aesthetic things. Yeah. Which, if you're gonna be paying for anything, I don't mind paying for aesthetics. Is generally yeah, my I opinion. guess. Um, yeah, and and the online thing is 
is obviously the more tempting reason for me at least to to do it because like i would want to not play against computers mm. like computers i don't know they've I, i'm always skeptical of whether or not they left let you win especially in games like this because it's sure. kind of a game for that that is a family game and sometimes they want to play easy um but i would like to play against real people but uh, you know this game is not nearly good enough for me to want to pay to do that um it it honestly it feels unfinished um just oh, because there's boy. so so little you can do and the games like i said there's a lot of overlap especially in volleyball badminton and tennis bowling was good like i said that was i think probably my favorite one maybe tennis or bowling i can't decide and soccer was at least something different so was the sword one at least something different uh but yeah n- none of them were were great and that's such a shame because we sports was uh so popular and yeah. such a big thing and i don't and i just wish i understood i don't i don't mind them trying to um innovate but like they also i don't know i i guess i if they're going to attach the name to it i would expect the thing that it they are calling it <laughs> um which was the thing that was released once upon a time and it sounds like they released the bowling and the tennis with it um and that's it like the and the unfinished product uh line is concerning to me yeah i don't know how to yeah. feel about this this is this wild. is generally something we're seeing a lot though right that games are coming out and then getting finished over time yeah which so is maybe this is very just more indicative of that trends well like, yeah. I, don't, it's... I don't want to pay this much for a game that doesn't feel done and, and mm-hmm. i think realistically they could have fixed that problem with by just having more customization options like there that was so frustrating to me like the 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 limit of on like hair color like the limit on eye color um i don't even mind like having to unlock accessories like hats and glasses and well it's even even glasses like i wear glasses every second of every day i wouldn't mind my character having glasses access like like that that's just something i feel like they should put in but but also like it was right it was difficult to find like eyes that looked like mine and i know that's not even like a concern for some people because they don't always want to make it look like themselves but like in a game like this i do want it to look like me um so yeah that that i feel i feel like physical characteristics they could have put a lot more work into i i don't i i I, I think the accessories i can get past but the physical characteristics is the is the frustrating part to me that makes it feel like it's not done it it feels like it feels like nintendo's regressed a lot in that regard because you know what when when mii's first came out Mm -hmm. there was an incredible amount of that kind of customizability that you could do and it seems like with the switch they've taken a, a lot of steps back with the avatar creation of stuff in general like uh there, there's this game that you're talking about where it sounds like it's you know they're definitely starting to think along the lines of like oh well you really want the glasses well that has value yeah. to you and we can extract that value and that's you I, know that's no, not i will savory. i will say they do give but, you an option to just use your your me um like you can just say i'm oh. gonna use my me i, I don't want to customize a character but hmm. I, the I don't know if it's like the art style or the amount of detail or what, but the the basically what happens if you do that is it changes the head of your character. That's it. Um, and so like the the <laughs> the difference in I guess I'll go with art style between the, the head and the body just looks really weird. 
And so I didn't want to use my me because maybe it's even like the coloring because the me uses colors that aren't available in the sports game. Um, but it's it just it looks yeah. it looks strange. And so I didn't want to use the me. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I was going to add to this conversation was like, it's weird that there's even this customization lock in the game in the first place, because they do have me creation on the switch. Yeah. Like all those settings like are there and you can do that. And to separate it in their Nintendo brand game when they already have other games that use Miis, uh, it it feels like strictly um, just like a, a, a money game to like, oh, we'll just make this something you have to purchase for in this one game, uh, even though it's free everywhere else. Yeah, and, you know, therefore my point still stands. You know, the other example that I have recently is I played a v- very tiny, this is not even a topic, I played a tiny amount of the uh, Shining Pearl uh, mm-hmm. remake. And so, like, basically just the beginning of it. And uh, that's an RPG, as as people tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they give you a very small amount of character creation uh, for this RPG where you're, you know, role-playing as a character. And the the totality of your character creation in that game is pick one of these eight uh stock people there's no customization there's no as again they've built an entire me system right. like let me just use the me <laughs> like, yeah why, and why are you making me pick one of these eight presets and that and that's not even a money thing because they're not even selling as far as i know they're not selling cosmetics in that game so it's just like it's just short-sighted yeah and like I, I don't mind a lack of customization in a game that's like story-based and you're you're like you know there's no customization in the last of us you're 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 ellie that's like that's what you got um and but that doesn't bother me right like because you're playing a character in a story but like a game like pokemon yeah you're playing a character in a story but there there's no one character it has to be like you're sh- supposed to be you it's a different kind of rpg right like. <laughs> wait what's supposed to be you the player character in pokemon is it i mean is it not? It's I don't, I don't think it's ever explicitly. You name the character, you pick their yeah. appearance. I mean, it, it can it's be the same you. thing in Skyrim. I, I mean, I think that's what it comes down to. Is it, yeah, is I, it I, can just, be you? <laughs> I, I'm not saying it has to be you. I'm saying that it's a de- it's a player defined character, right? It's okay. not a pre defined character by the game. That's what I meant. <laughs> it's not like Ellie, right? Like where the, right, where the game is giving you a character. Right, right, right. Right, so when you don't have, so your point is when you don't have the choice, you, it, I, I mean, it, and I think it just makes a lot of sense when you are not given the character, and the customization options you have are limited to literally eight from a multiple choice quiz, like a single mm-hmm. question multiple choice quiz. That's like a miserable amount of customization, com- especially compared yeah. to things like Skyrim when you have a million sliders. Right. Yeah, and I, th- I think it. Like it doesn't need to be like Skyrim necessarily in every game, but there should be more than eight. <laughs> yeah, and and looking looking, no, but they built the me system. Right, right. of course, let, use the thing you already built. And yeah. looking looking at a game like, uh, you know, like that, like like the sports game where where you're built, where like I feel like most people are probably building a character that looks like them. Just give me like a, like a RGB slider or like a like a color wheel like it it doesn't need to be here are your eight colors you're allowed to use like let me let me pick let me pick any of the amount of colors that exist and just use it it's not difficult i yeah you're not going to get any disagreement here <laughs> um it's uh i mean this is the constant problem like is there's always limitations on these kinds of things nintendo 
really wants to narrow the kinds of things that you can create uh, for reasons that are, I believe, are only known to them. So anyway, uh, <laughs> switch sports, a meh out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's as, as my wife put it when we were playing, you know, I wasn't bored. That was her review. <laughs> so um, it's a game. <laughs> so it's a game. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, it, I didn't dislike it. It wasn't. It wasn't boring. It wasn't. Didn't actively hate it, but you know, it wasn't fun. So, so somewhere in between Elden Ring and Skyrim. <laughs> right. Um, although I've been mulling over the idea of trying Elden Ring again because I keep seeing people talking about it. So I don't know. But people keep talking about a fool. it. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let my wife decide whether or not we keep sports though. Also, I just <laughs> I don't like the the name. It keeps b- b- bothering me because like Wii Sports so easy to say. Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch Sports it's that's a mouthful. Not not a fan. Switch Sports. <laughs> Switch Sports. <laughs> Switch Sports. I'm yeah. I'm trying to find any like information on this game. Like I would love people's feedback on this game and just any sort of information because it is it just see it does it seemed strange to me when it came out i even heard people make the complaints that you were saying dan like the animation style uh seems bizarre and i wrote and i wrote that off pretty quickly because i was just like well people are used to the wii sports style and that was also like pretty silly when it came out um but maybe there is something to like the difference uh the contrast between the Mies and yeah, what switch sports is going for for for, for me it's that because i i don't have any issues with the animation style in the game it's just like when i put the me into the game that was weird um so like i would just like some consistency there or just like don't give me that option yeah i'm getting a sense of just like things slightly above 5 out of 10 yeah, I mean, because even thinking back to Wii Sports, like it, it was, I mean, in my opinion, it wasn't a great game, but it was something new and different, and I think that's why it was so popular. Um, like that, I mean, I loved Wii Sports. I played. Yeah, I, no, I had I had a blast, but I was also you know a, a a child, and this was new technology. Oh sure. Um, like this wasn't something I had ever seen before. Now you know these games that capture motion are old news. So that like the the novelty isn't there, and so a game that's like kind of boring without any novelty isn't I I don't think is gonna you know do good things mm-hmm. or do great things I should say. Yeah, maybe I can't. Yeah, I I can't. Unf- I mean, I do have a lot of uh um experience with the original Wii Sports, so I can't really separate my nostalgia that easily. But um, I I mean I the only thing I'm thinking is like it's not like I'm playing other motion uh based games, so it's like I I would I would love a game that would make me feel like I'm playing the original game again, just like with improvements. And I guess I'm surprised that this isn't to that. Um, and golf it like golf it was a very popular mode in the original game, and golf is supposed to be coming to this game i think for free which just lends itself to being as you said an unfinished game uh which is weird like we yeah. also we have the technology we we released unfinished games all the time in uh the video game culture this happens all the time but yeah they're usually called betas and they're usually cheaper and nintendo's <laughs> like yep. trying to get away with it is what it feels like yep. the yeah difference, which is just that you we're the answer's right there I don't, I don't see why we're avoiding this yeah i mean so like it doesn't i mean i, I want to you know differentiate between a beta 
and like what I'm seeing with this game, like it doesn't feel like it's a beta. Like it's not buggy or anything like that. It's just like it feels like there's not enough in it. But but if it, it feel, was it feels, called it feels the beta, empty. It feels like it doesn't feel but, not maybe not done was the wrong word. But but no no no. But if it was called a beta, wouldn't it would it not just feel like a very good beta? Yeah, I mean you, that could be true. Also, I, I, if if somebody gave me to this gave me this game as a beta, I'd probably be like, "Wow, this is looking really good. I can't wait to see what like the rest of the games are going to look like before they release it." Like that oh, would be my sorry. reaction. Now I understand. The assumption is that they would put more work into it, and this game's they're just done with it. That's the right, problem. right. That that's <sighs> that's where I'm at. Like it do, it doesn't feel like it. There's anything wrong with what they gave me, other than the customization problems I have, but. Like the games themselves, there's nothing wrong with them, really. It's just, I'm like, that's it. Okay, fine, I guess. I would just like more. Now, if you if you're just looking for something that like feels like the old Wii Sports, I'd say give this game a shot. Like it does, it it feels kind of like that. But I want to play boxing. That's my problem. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the sword game took the place of boxing because I I always had sort of the same issue with boxing as I do with the sword game, which is like doesn't feel super precise and like i i it, i don't know I, I didn't enjoy that game for the same reasons i was like it doesn't feel like it's doing exactly what i want it to do mm. um so so you might like the sword game if you liked boxing yeah the maybe. sword game is also like there's a lot to it like that's good. like that that feels like they put a lot of thought into the sword game i just wish that it had like wound up better right right right, right. yeah no i would like to give this game a try uh Maybe the sword game is pretty good. Um, yeah, maybe it's you know maybe it's better than I'm giving you credit for. I'll reserve total opinions until I actually play it. But um, what I, what I wish they would have done, and I'm just thinking about this now, is like somehow combined this and uh, what's that fitness one called? Um, Ring Fit Adventure. Ring Fit Adventure. Because like if they could have turned the sports game into a sports fitness game, oh, I would have gotten behind that in a heartbeat. Like that, that that would be really cool, and like they gave me a leg strap with it. I don't know why. None of the games require it. Um, gave you a leg <laughs> oh, strap? Oh, weird. Yeah, it came it came with a strap. Maybe it's maybe it's supposed to be an arm strap, but like it's the same one I have with my ring fit that goes on my leg. So maybe it's supposed to go on my arm. I don't know, but they never mentioned it in any of the tutorials. That's weird. I, and I can't imagine they would use it for golf. So like, yeah. <laughs> is there another right? Like, game like my coming? my my know. assumption was like, oh, this is gonna be for soccer. I'm supposed to put sure, one of the yeah. things on my leg and run, and now I'm working out. And if I, you know, kick the ball with my leg, it will go. But no, I'm supposed to swing it with my arm to kick. That was strange. <laughs> While much of the experience, as so you're likely weird. imagining, is a motion-controlled one with the Joy-Con, Nintendo will also be, quote, expanding the leg strap accessory compatibility to soccer matches, unquote, a few months after the initial <laughs> game's launch. <laughs> so, oh, so they didn't finish the control scheme. Yeah, yeah there you go. perfect. Like I said, unfinished. They should have just waited. Like, I hate this. Just just wait until it's ready. I'll, uh, no, yeah. it's not that urgent. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I hear I hear people make a lot of excuses for Nintendo all the time, which just makes me think this is exactly why they don't, because they don't need to. Um, people still enjoy their product. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine this being like a fun family game. You know, if you have like little kids or something like that, it's really easy. So, like, it is a good kids game. Um, 
I mean, I it played sucks that caring ruins it. That's the thing that makes me sad. That caring, you said? Yeah, because like I feel like the only difference is like, oh, we care about like what uh, this game's like trying to do and how well it's mm. accomplishing it. And it's just like, no, people just want to spend fifty bucks and throw something in their console to distract their kids for a little while. It's just like, oh, well, yeah. They did remind me every two seconds. Are your wrist straps attached? <laughs> And I was like, no, oh, they're, yeah. they're not because I'm an adult, but I see what you're doing here. <laughs> Terrifying. All the time. Just give me, I'm just looking for an excuse to buy a new TV. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, man. Secret. Can't wait for TV segments of next episode of the podcast. <laughs> None of us can. Ne- next next, pod- next episode's opening. Um, So there's a hole in my TV. <laughs> I hope so. Don't know how it got there, but uh, what's the landscape of TV these days? <laughs> yeah, I guess the I guess Switch Sports doesn't have to really even do that much more. But I guess it's just it is cool that it could be more. Like you mentioned with like the if there was like a fitness mode, Ring Fit has a surprising number of modes and ways to play it, and like even interacting. Like I'm honestly like very surprised by that game. Yeah, Ring, Ring um, Fit, I stand by. That's a great game. Um, I I have stopped playing it just because i hate cardio like i tried so hard yeah exercise. i just i, I hate it. it's not even exercise i've been going to the gym i've been lifting weights i hate cardio i i did it for like hmm. I, I didn't do it at all and then i was like i really need to do cardio so i started doing a little bit at the gym like for like 10 minutes before my before my weights and i stopped because i'm like this is boring as hell um <laughs> so like if 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 I liked cardio more, I think I would I would still be playing Ring Fit. I, th- I think it's a very good game. I need to find like good headphones that I can wear at the gym because the last time I went to the gym, um, I had these uh, I don't know like ear uh, over ear, uh, not over ear but like earbud around the ear headphones. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they're called. Um, and it's just like the radio the radio or the speaker that's playing in the gym is just absolutely blowing out the mm. sound on those headphones. Like they don't stand a chance. Uh, I see, can't hear that's anything. Wrong. I've I've got yeah. the best deal. While while my gym may not have all of the equipment I need and it may be missing fifteen pound weights, which are is very frustrating to me because I that's right where I need them for certain exercises. Wild. They're just gone. I have no idea where of they course. are. Um but <laughs> it, it's a it's a very uh bare bones gym. But it is in the basement of my building and most of the time there's mm. not a soul in there other than me. So there's no music playing except the music I want to play. And I can like sing along while I'm working out. It's great. <laughs> oh god wow amazing yeah yeah it's it's really great um yeah i would i would really not like going <laughs> to a gym where they were just like blasting music yeah that would not be Sounds fun. awful um i guess my recommendation off the top of my head for you would be that there are minimal headphones that have active noise canceling which would help uh probably if they're blasting it that loud it wouldn't get rid of it entirely of but course like, but like i couldn't know, hear there, there it, are, my, my, i couldn't hear the sound in my headphones at all like that yeah yeah there there are various solutions there's airpods pro there's um, yeah i haven't looked into i would not necessarily recommend the airpods pro uh if you're buying something for working out um because that that's what i use i didn't buy them for working out i just bought them because i like airpods and that's what i wear you know on a regular basis um but if during working out i i found that they do sometimes fall out um, which is not an issue I have on a day-to-day basis, but, you know, if I'm, like, doing something where, you know, I'm not standing upright and 
I'm there for a long period of time, sometimes they do slip out. Yeah, and that's that's going to be dependent on the size of your ear and which ear tips you're using and whatever. But I'm sure this is probably a solved problem. I bet there are oh, more yeah. like workout focused right. ANC earbuds you can get. Yeah, I've never been. In, I yeah, and personally, I've never been into in ear headphones. Um, we've just never gotten along. We've never found a topic that we can both talk about <laughs> and enjoy at the same time. So. Uh, I keep asking you to agree to disagree. It's it's tough. It's tough. And, you know, (laughs) we have, like, a mutual respect for each other, but we just kind of have to agree we move on. Um, But, yeah, if I could find, like, even just, like, honestly, I just need to buy, like, $10 over-ear headphones that aren't even sweatproof. Because, like, if they fall apart because they're sweatproof, I'll just, like, buy another $10 pair of headphones every couple of months Mm -hmm. instead of buying Mm -hmm. one $200 pair of headphones. I mean... Uh, that, that's what I would do if you weren't getting blasted with other music is the problem. Because the sound isolation is what you need because yeah. there's this other music. But, like, if you were in a relatively quiet gym, yeah, I would totally say, like, yeah, get something disposable. That seems like a great idea. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Maybe it'll work out for you. You can give it a shot. Well, follow up next time. <laughs> oh, man, I can't follow say follow up. up. That would require me going to the gym. Oh, do it. Yes, follow, follow up. You but follow no, up. No, Obligation. <laughs> follow up next time. I will not succumb to this pressure. <laughs> if I could go to the, I would love to go to the gym. If I can, I'll let you know. But I'm not going to make any promises. Not here. Not until right. the summer. Not until the summer. Pixel Noise Promise. Follow up next time. Yeah, Pixel Noise Promise. <laughs> I'm so going to the gym in two weeks. Definitely. <laughs> so we talked about Switch Sports for a while, but I am interested to hear about this game Inscription that mm. you played recently, Alex. Because uh, this mm. card game that seems like you played it a lot. Seems like you enjoyed it a lot. I unfortunately didn't get to catch the stream. So uh, why is this game good? Uh, yeah. Apparently. What do you want to know? <laughs> I guess you have us like a general overview because it's, it's been on my list. I've heard good things. Uh, as soon, if you immediately start playing it, I think it should be very obvious why I like it. Um, I mean, we're borderline a Slay the Spire podcast, very borderline. <laughs> um, so coming from that point of view, I think it's very obvious why Inscription would appeal to someone like me. Um, yeah, what else do you want to know? Because this is a very <laughs> difficult game to talk about, unfortunately, because it does... I'll I'll try and stick to, like, the only things that I knew going into playing the game for the first time were it seemed to have this uh, appeal that games like... Uh, what's a good example? Um, I don't want to say Mist, um, but I mean, really, the game that I think of is like Five Nights is Fr- of Freddy's, which is like this game, but there's this like underlying thing going on, and you know, there's secrets and story to kind of uncover. And people kept talking about it in this game. It's like, okay, so it's this like card game battler with like this uh, underlying story. All right, that sounds cool. I'll see what that's about. Um, and yeah, I mean, it very much, uh, does you things I've never seen in a video game before. Um, but yeah, it's a card game battler. Yeah. You can strategy and you play cards and it's great. Uh, what, do, what do you want to know? What do you got? It's, uh, it's oh, fine. It's great. You sold me. Where do I buy it? It's right. on Steam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on Steam. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, I, um, I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll just try and be very specific, uh, for the two of you. Uh, Dan, it'll be easy for you to like it um, off the bat and for a while. Uh, you might have a similar reaction to me, which is I actually uh, I was supposed to play a different game um, 
And then I ended up playing, my first stream of Inscription was seven hours. And then I was supposed to play a different game the next day. And I was just like, I can't not play Inscription. Um, so I kept playing Inscription. And then I did not enjoy my second stream after the mm. seven hour mark um, as much, basically. Um, I had a significantly different experience in the second stream, but I am trying it again this week. Like I am going to keep going and I, yeah. So, so I can imagine Dan, you, you could have a similar experience to me. Uh, you might just oh, enjoy it all the way except through. Except I won't because it's not on Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, there, it there's a, a Mac beta, but it's not out yet. There's a Mac beta. What? That's yep. crazy. Uh, that I didn't know. Well, I guess I'll follow up in like next year. Um, and I'll let you know what I think. <laughs> um, is it on like PS4 or something? I don't think or so PS5? because I I heard about this game a while back and it was immediately on my list of interested games and I looked into it and I I don't think I had any systems that were that I could do. Oh, how weird! Yeah, it's only available on PC. How wow! How limited! That's oh, so strange. Actually, I went to their website and it's insane. Oh no! That. Oh no. Good insane oh, or boy. bad insane? <laughs> uh it's it's great. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh out now. Oh oh yeah. Okay. Yep. I follow. Cool. Um yeah, Tony, if you were to play this game, <laughs> what would I think uh, the game does a very surprising thing like right in the beginning. Uh that's a little confusing even. Um <laughs> I gotta stop clicking around this website. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting surprised. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's very cool. Oh wait, but I can get the beta on Steam. There's a code. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna play it. Ooh, <laughs> secret code. <laughs> so so anyone who wants to who likes card games, who likes uh interesting to- storytelling in games, uh, I could recommend this game too. I can't guarantee you'll like it. Um, it's a very strange game. It's a very strange game. Uh, the one thing I can say. Uh, personally to me is that when I played it I had a good friend of the show Paradigm Shift uh, just kind of hanging out in voice chat with me he wasn't even really on stream but he was just sort of enjoying the ride and I asked him like a couple of questions along the way and there's a point where it it we think the game doesn't expect you or doesn't want you to win your run quote unquote <laughs> Uh, and I did. I I got past the point where it seems like, oh, I was supposed to lose here, and I just didn't lose. So I sequence broke the story, I guess, um, which isn't – which, as I made more progress through the game, I have no idea what the hell that means. Um, this uh, website for this game uh, sold me on this game. So I'm going <laughs> Amazing. I have to um, look at it. It's the best game website I've ever well, used. <laughs> now, you're clicking <laughs> – now you're clicking through the website. I've never actually seen the website. I just opened it now and looked at the front page. Um and just for just for the brief glance at it, like it definitely tracks. Like this is definitely the same people. Like I definitely <laughs> get it. Um and I would and I, I get you know what? It would be interesting. Um uh Melee Pop, uh Paradigm Shift are the two people I know who uh were like very interested in uh, this game before I played it. They clearly uh, were familiar with it. Um, Brian David Gilbert is a content creator um, who I sort of got into this Spat. year. <laughs> um, and he has spoken very highly of this game as well. 
Um, so eventually, I, I I don't even know what my impetus was for actually finally playing it. Um, but I I get the, I, yeah. I mean, God, I just yeah. I would be interested in seeing yours guys's opinions. <laughs> yours guys's. I do. It's true. Um, this <laughs> this might be uh, a game that maybe we the three of us can kind of come together on because because my my problem is my point of view is that I'm just not sold on the game yet. Um, I've put mm. something like uh, twelve hours into the game, and I've had some really incredibly fun experiences. I've also had some like really boring experiences. Um, and now I'm at a point in the game where it's just like I don't really know what's going to happen next. So that's why I'm streaming it. Uh, this. Uh, uh, this coming as as today, today, uh, yet yeah, uh, Nani, uh, yeah, I'm streaming it today, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I have to I have to check it out again. I just have, need to figure out what's going on here. Like I could I could give up on the game now, but I I did really enjoy. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough game to talk about. Yeah, uh, I I I I can understand that. <laughs> looking at this, <laughs> just looking at the website. Um. Well, yeah, because there's the uh, there's there's the secret video section on the website that I found, mm-hmm. uh, which looks kind of like what's in the trailer that plays when you go to the store page on Steam, which is like, uh, you know, <laughs> going back to trailers, oh it's like, God, oh, yeah, all of a sudden now I wish I haven't seen that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a game. I mean, it like, like very obviously fits the bill of like, try not to go in with spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how bad you can be spoiled for this game. Obviously, you can be very spoiled. Um, but if you're just clicking, clicking around their website, like unless they're being really like um, uh, fool, foolishly uh, flippant with their material, I can't imagine it's that bad. Although I'm looking at something on the website. No, no, it's not. No, I think it's fine. I think it's. I think this website's fine. Oh, they did Loop Hero? Interesting. So, actually, I have a question now that this has come up. What's the difference between a developer and a publisher? <laughs> uh, developer makes a game and a publisher sells it. Yeah. Okay, so, like, so what that means is I don't give a shit about the publisher. That's what we're saying? Is that what, like... Well, so a, a well. publisher <laughs> will likely have a, a specific type of game they gravitate towards or, like... Mm. Because the, 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 they they ha- they choose which games they will sell, right? Like they don't just sell any game that comes across their 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 email. Um, of course. So if so, like it's it's so like a a publisher. If you like a couple games by a publisher, that would be an indication that you probably have a similar taste as that publisher, and you might want right. to look at what other games that they sell. Publishers tend to curate the games they publish based on a, a, a set of values that they have. And so the value in um, following a particular publisher, I think, is the value that you might get out of recommendations. So if you don't put a lot of value in genre or recommendations, uh, as you might not, then <laughs> you probably won't care about publishers. But uh, that's gotcha. that's the utility that I get out of them. Like I know if Annapurna puts something out, or publishes something that uh, there's a good chance I'm going to be interested in it. Interesting because for example, <laughs> yeah, the the publisher for Inscription Devolver Digital also did Loop Hero, which is a similarly popular uh, roguelike uh, with an interesting story that I also got bored of eventually. Although Loop Hero, I never went back to because I got no sense of progress from Loop Hero. Whereas Inscription, I can imagine liking at some point again, but Loop Hero is just like. I really hit a wall with that game and you know maybe I'm missing something and it's just very 
uh, not obvious, but um, they they definitely fit this. I can definitely see the similarities between these two games. Uh, so yeah, when do you uh when do you play an inscription? Uh, I mean, I downloaded it, so so did I. Probably, <laughs> probably soon. All right. I mean, we got like for another forty five minutes left. Do you want to give it a shot, and we'll uh we'll be right back. <laughs> just we'll just play like, inscription uh, instead. Unprecedented. I mean. <laughs> No, I'm sure we can find something else to talk about. Like, damn. I... Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I also have something I want to talk about, but you can do I that. have you something you want to talk about. The thing that I was going to say is I did catch the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> okay. I've only seen the first I'll, one. I'll, I'll go play Inscription. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Wait, Dan, are you not interested in Obi-Wan Kenobi? I, not really. I, what? I, I, you know, I basically only watch comedies. I'm also Dan's like not a Star wa- Wars fan. <laughs> yeah. Also, while I like Star Wars, I'm not a fan. If that makes sense, <laughs> it makes right? a lot like, of sense. <laughs> like, like I, I will, en- I will go to and I will enjoy a Star Wars movie, but I don't have a bunch of Star Wars memorabilia, and I'm not like super invested in it. <sighs> Yeah, but like, I mean, you're not invested in the implied developed relationship between Obi Wan and Leia in the fourth movie that was non-existent oh between Obi Wan and I'm Luke, despite asleep. their proximity. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The only the only thing that has recently interested in me in anything to do with Star Wars is I heard that Taika Waititi is getting a Star Wars movie, and that that is interesting to me. Um, Which one? But. I don't. I don't. I haven't heard anything beyond that. I. I don't know anything okay. else. I saw. I, I saw a TikTok about it. It was like it was just somebody saying that Taika Waititi was going to get a Star Wars movie, um, and yeah, that that's definitely interesting to me. But that's because I am a Taika Waititi fan. Um, <laughs> so anything he does, I'm in in uh instantly interested in. Uh, yeah, but I saw the first episode of the new show. Um, which was because that's all I had time to watch gotcha. <laughs> as much as I wanted to watch the second one. I was actually more afraid that they were going to, I knew I only had time for one episode. And so I was afraid they were going to end the first one on it. Like a, like a huge cliffhanger, like that. There were two parts of the same two halves of like the same episode, but actually the first one like wraps up, I think in a good place. It's like, um, gives a better place to stop than I was anticipating. So That's funny because before I watched the episode, I had someone describe the first episode to me as like, thank God they released episode two because they ended it on such a cliffhanger. Um, <laughs> and at this point, I actually don't even remember how the first episode ended, but I feel like it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was like a character in danger, but it's like this. I didn't actually think like, maybe it's a cliffhanger. If like you, I don't know, believe in the stakes that the writers are pretending to set up, but like, I don't know, this character's in the movies, so they're fine. Like, they're gonna, they're gonna be great. I don't know, something like that. I don't remember. Right, yeah. For me, the stakes is less about, uh, like, is this... I'm just gonna talk about stuff I know from the first episode, so spoilers, whatever. I'm sure you don't care, Tan. <laughs> nope. Spoilers, um, here we go. So, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that uh, I, I'm not you know, worried about like, oh no, is Leia going to be okay? Because I, I know she's going to be okay. That That's not the point. But what I am interested in is, uh, again, like how, how I was saying jokingly before, but actually seriously, like how does this relationship between the two of them develop? Like that's 
um seeing that play out is uh and and what happens there is what i'm interested in and also the uh the 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 uh what are they called inquisitors that are hunting the jedi but they they're also force users themselves and like what is this what is their backstory <laughs> that i find very interesting so yeah yeah there's elements that i would be interested in learning about um the actual like writing and pacing of the show i feel like is fine um like i i'm interested in it insofar as like either things about star wars i'm interested in but i'm not currently sold that i think this is like some great show um, i noticed the beginning of the of the first episode or like at least the first half of it very slow um I but I don't say that as a criticism. I think that's intentional. You know, Obi-Wan's mm. life is very boring and very slow. And yeah. I think that this it's good exposition, honestly, that it feels like that. Yeah, that I, I think I noticed it similarly in that there's a long wait before Obi-Wan actually said anything. And I thought that was like a little strange that he's just like, uh, there's like a lot of this sort of like atmospheric epic feeling music and we're just like like i'm almost like wait like what's the first thing obi-wan kenobi's gonna say and he was just like having a talk with the whatever the hell ewok thing that he was talking to i forget what they're called the hooded guys that's tiny little short people the jawas the jawas <laughs> there you go that's the thing and he just like had a conversation with a Jawa about like trading for stuff, and I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess you know you build it up, and then you uh like pull the rug out from under, and I guess that's a thing. I don't know. I was, I was, I was n- nothing like nothing pulled me in. The most interesting thing was like the existence of the uh, Inquisitors, um, but even they pulled a thing uh that was oh they're about to threaten uh this character's life and then then they get stopped at the last second and it's like you know it would have been actually really interesting if they actually followed through with their threat because i don't think they're going to and then they do like that's how you create some real stakes but that's what i like in a show i guess um but instead they just which which part are you talking about it was doing spoilers um it was the inquisitor holding like a lightsaber to uncle owen and mm-hmm. uh like had the lightsaber on them um and then they said uncle owen dies unless obi-wan kenobi steps out uh or reveals himself and i was like oh my god is like obi-wan kenobi going to like reveal himself because how did that i don't know i was gonna get out of this one yeah um and but that's not to. that's not the that's not the point of that scene the, the the point of that scene is that owen was willing to uh die to conceal his identity uh that's one point and the other point is the conflict between the two inquisitors that's what i think is the real point of that scene the actual like threat <sighs> is just superfluous yeah the conflicts between the inquisitors is very boring to me i mean the the one that are, was in a conflict i think, I think is it's already, interesting i mean they're already <laughs> dead right like they i think they already died um so it's like not even that great i don't know who already died didn't one the of the inquisitors, inquisitors die no Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I I don't know. It, I, it, I, maybe that's the second episode thing I haven't gotten to yet, actually. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't one. remember. Um, <laughs> but in any case, it's just like, I don't know. It, it didn't catch my interest. That's the best that I could describe it at that point. Um, but we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely keep trying to watch it. Um, the, que- the, the other question about it I am interested in, and Dan, maybe you can chime in on this. Uh, what do you think of the formula of releasing two episodes per like week instead of one episode per week or the whole season all at once? I mean, I'm a fan. I don't, I don't like waiting. Uh, 
<laughs> and I, I I always feel like I do feel like that gives viewers more choice in how they consume the media, which I'm also a fan of, because if you are somebody who likes to pace it out, you can just do that. You don't have to watch it all at once. And if you're somebody who likes binge watching, you can do that or anything in between. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't I, I think I think having to wait a week or more for an episode is a is a relic of how TV used to work. Um, and there's not a real reason to do that anymore. There is a real reason to do it, but it's not for the benefit of the consumer. Um, the, the real reason to do it is that if you simulate this TV um, release schedule, it encourages people to discuss the show and share it on social media. Mm, and it, it, it promotes it like it, 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 it now, implicitly promotes the show, which I would argue the, is just pure benefit for the studio. It's like not the, really. <laughs> the counter argument to that is I've seen shows that don't do that get discussed just as much as shows that do that and if it's a good show people are going to discuss it so that seems i guess more of a gimmick for a show that might not get discussed if it didn't do that um because because if it's good people are going to talk about it you you can be entirely correct but i think that's still i think the intention of the idea still stands how i just yeah yeah I, i i'm i'm okay with that um, but yeah, to answer your question, Alex, I, I like when they release everything at the same time. I also had to fact check myself. I said that they are going to release two episodes a week, and that's not true either. They they did two episodes <laughs> uh, for the initial release, and then from here on out, it's going to be one episode per week until they finish the six episode series. That that also makes a lot of sense, I think, because yeah. like if it, if it's gonna it's gonna get people more invested in it because the the first episode's over, oh, the second episode's already there. Now I'm two episodes in, third episode's not there, crap. Now I gotta wait. Let's go talk about it like Tony was saying. So yeah, I mean that that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a compromise between these two ideas, right? That's Yeah. As a consumer, as I as, as a from a consumer point of view, I agree with Dan that I would prefer just re- everything released at once. Um, because now I feel like I'll only watch Kenobi, I feel like, if we're going to talk about it on this show. Because at this point, I could take it or leave it. I re- again, like like all the things I consume, I really hope it's good. Like I really want it to be really cool. <laughs> um, I think Ewan McGregor is a, a cool actor, and I think Kenobi's a cool character. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what's gonna happen. But uh, we'll see. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, for for me, if it's not released all at once, I'm actually less likely to watch it. I'm I'm right. more unless it's something I really care about, like it's I'm already invested in the series or something like that, and it's like a season two or or anything like that. Um, but if it's a new show that I'm not invested in, I'm just gonna wait till it's all out. I'll go watch something else. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and that's what I'll do with a lot of other stuff too, unless I get really excited by a show. Um. So like right, yeah, L- like like our flag means death. Didn't release everything all at once. That one, though, immediately hooked me from the first episode, and I did anxiously await the new episodes coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but unless it does that, I'll, it's not important to me to wait. I, I just won't. Right. Yeah, and, and, and for me, like the, the show has an unfair advantage on me because I really care about the characters. I really right. care about the locations. Like I was, I was saying on stream last night, I just love seeing more of Alderaan. Uh, because you get basically none of it in the movies, and That's it's, true. it's such an, an interesting and vibrant planet. And for them to fill that out, I think, and to see their culture and also, like, I think that's just 
I, I think that's interesting. Um, but that's just me being a Star Wars nerd. So like that's part of the <laughs> big part of the value I get out of the No, and, and that's a good point because I, I noticed the same thing. I looked around, and it's like, oh, we are on Alderaan right now. This is uh actually really uh, a wild thing given the context of the Star Wars movies. That was that was really cool to see. Um and there was I feel like there was something else like that. Um seeing I th- it was actually weird. Uh we're in spoiler territory, so I'm I uh seeing the order 66 moment from the side of like just a random group of like children and uh Jedi trying to protect them. That was a really strange place to start episode 1 with because I didn't see the connection right away. Or I still I don't really I still don't really understand the connection, but I did enjoy seeing like that elaborated on like oh this is just a Jedi in um uh in this place during this event and you know they did put up a fight and you know there was like this overwhelming thing. I feel like they maybe were trying to fix problems or criticisms that people had. Um but it was cool at least to see that side of it. The connection between all the 66 time stuff and what actually happens in the show, you mean? Yeah, I don't really understand why we saw the Order 66 moments and then went into like the episode of Kenobi. I didn't really see why we started there. It's it's the inciting incident for Kenobi's current character arc. Uh, um, sure. His, yeah. his, his PTSD and fear of failure haunts him. And that's, that's what's causing him to refuse the call to the literal call to adventure right. he gets uh, in the first episode. Um, it also is the threat that's looming that haunts the society in which he lives. Right. These um, these otherwise um, people, people in the outer end, otherwise keep their nose to the ground and just try to live their lives and do their jobs. All of a sudden they have to deal with this terrorism that just blows through their town on a regular basis and it's all because of this inciting event so i think it's important to understand yeah. it's important to understand their motivations for why there's all this fear and you know it's the connection yeah no i think yeah i think you're absolutely right it was confusing to me because i was like aware of that so i guess if you're going into the show without the context it's a good moment to highlight because then you don't have like all the context of Star Wars where, oh, it's very clear, like this is the events where that killed all the Jedi. Kenobi's just one survivor. I guess I sort of I I feel like I almost got lost in the clutter of uh Star Wars history that just kind of sits around right. in my brain, uh, you know, f- uh rent free. Well, I don't know if this happened to you, but when I clicked play on the first episode, they played like a supercut of all the prequels. They did, yes. Um, yeah, so like <laughs> I, I actually watched through that, like not because I don't know what happens in the prequels, but I just thought that was good. I just thought it was interesting that they included that for like, you know, it is kind of, you know, I, I do normally <laughs> object to shows that have required reading before you like can <laughs> understand all the context of the story. But like, if you don't know what happens in the prequels, there's a lot of value I think you're probably missing from this show, so. Yeah, all all good points. I don't know. I kind of appreciate anyone or anything that tries to make an argument for the prequel movies because, boy, do I really think those movies are terrible. Um, so I'm really mm-hmm. interested in anyone who's like, well, actually, the movies are really good for these reasons. So <laughs> seeing like a highlight, a highlight reel of like really acknowledging the prequel movies, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm into this. I could. I'll I'll yeah. I'll listen. I'll play your game. That's fine. <laughs> play your game. This isn't something we're just ignoring forever. Yeah. Right. As much as I want to, I, <laughs> they are catted, and it's like, all right, I'll play along. Let's see what you got. 
you know, I'll I'll very briefly say that uh, over the past week, I just actually watched the uh, the Book of Boba Fett, and I really enjoyed that show too. Uh, it's great DLC for the Mandalorian, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I don't know if I have too much to say about that, but like I I enjoyed that too, so I'm kind of in the the Star Wars mindset already, which also sure. helps. I I did not watch Book of Boba Fett. I think I watched season one of Mandalorian, which. Uh, similarly was okay. I remember trying to watch it a while back and starting the first episode and being just like, you know what? No, I'm not going to bother. This is just broody male protagonist story arc. Like, I don't care. But then I gave it a shot again and it got better <laughs> over time. Thank God. Yeah, it is more than that. Um, uh, but it was still, it was still fine. I wasn't like, that was another thing that I wasn't blown away by it. Yeah. I am more excited for this new series than yeah. I than I am for both of those previous series. Uh, so, see where it goes. Yeah, K- Kenobi's a very exciting character. Right, Dan? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I, I, I do want to talk about at least a little bit because I started playing Metal Gear Solid for the first time. Oh, please, yes. This I, week. I want to watch um, the VOD, honestly. I need to cat- I need to find that. I, I've started saving them. It It feels like a big deal because this game is, like, so um uh famous it's like so many people regard it as like such an important part of game history uh and it is it is i'll just say that it's great seeing where i get this kind of satisfaction of playing like really good old games from seeing where all this stuff comes from you know seeing where all this stuff that we have today uh comes from um and i'll also make a blanket statement that if anyone played if anyone calls himself a Kojima fan and they played Death Stranding and they didn't like it or they were surprised by it or they didn't know where it came from, uh, I, I I don't think you really got the original <laughs> games because they're very similar. Yeah, they're like stylistically extremely similar. And it's very obvious to me that that this uh, that this director has a style and. Uh, you know, it's cool to me being a fan of cinematic games to be playing an old game that really pioneered the cinematic game genre. Like, you know, this game is uh, it's 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 very cinematic and uh, also uh, tactical stealth action uh, mechanics is something that was very hard to do, I think, when 3D was in its infancy. But mm. this game like finds a way to do it. In, in it with extremely limited hardware in a way that works uh which i think is really great um the boss fights are fun they're really they're varied and all the bosses have a different like weird thing that they do that you have to uh overcome to beat them um so like you know that's that, that's that's good and bad like you know the, i guess the downside is it's it's hard to feel like you're preparing for boss fights as you go through but the good thing is they're always fresh and they're always interesting and um if you don't if you don't like one like there were some some bosses that i really didn't like um but i know i'm pretty certain i won't have to do a fight anything like that ever again in the game so that's also great too um i have a i have a question uh, sir mm-hmm. uh, down in front um uh steve steve john <laughs> new york times um do you the independent do you do you <laughs> <Trent Grimm. laughs> um, so i actually just watched i noticed there was a clip of your psychomantis evaluation from the first metal gear solid uh, okay. uh how i know what psychomantis is i have no 
freaking clue. I claim to have like tangential <laughs> knowledge of Metal Gear Solid, but most of that is like Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, and Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, but why I know about Psychomantis is beyond me. Um, do you know the gimmick of Psychomantis? I did know the gimmick going into you it. You didn't? Okay. And so I, but so here's the thing. I knew I had the gimmick in my brain, but I didn't know it was, I didn't connect it with Psychomantis. I didn't know that this was the boss where Got I it. had to deploy that. So I did try a couple of times and then I remembered this piece of information. I was like, oh, and then I put it together. And so like, I feel like I still got it. I didn't just like have the key already. Like, I feel yeah. like I still had a good experience of discovery because I like put it together. Well, it was still cool because what did you play this on? I played it on my PlayStation Classic. So cool. I was literally able to do it. Um, So spoilers for Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, most bosses have a gimmick and uh, sort of like a, a secret little thing that when you figure out how to do it, the boss fight goes from freaking impossible to uh, very doable and, and not that bad. Uh, Psycho Mantis is an enemy uh, who is an interesting enemy because I did post the video of the evaluation, but I did also post another clip of me when I realized what I was supposed to do. Psychomantis, he has he has um, psychokinetics and he has telepathy. He can throw things with his mind and he can read your mind. And so as you're going into the fight, he keeps saying out loud as you're trying to punch him and he keeps blocking you. He's like, I can read your mind. Ha ha ha. And <laughs> what you're supposed to do is unplug your controller from port one and plug it into port two. Because if you do that, oh, that's cool. he can no longer read your minds. And then all of a sudden you oh, can get your amazing. hits in. You can do the fight. It's such a cool idea, right? And so, that's so like, cool. I love that. Yeah. And then like you do it and then he's like, ah, I can't, I can't read you. What's going on? And then <laughs> you're like, and then you can, you know, sock the crap out of him. Um, it's very satisfying because you have this real world puzzle you can figure out. But this is just one example in a long line of yeah. fourth wall breaking things that the, the breaking the fourth wall is a core theme of the game. It's like it's not just this one gimmicky thing. It's done all of the time. Um, directly following the fight, um, there's uh, there, there's another there's another boss fight, completely different. It's a sniping mission that you do, and when you finish that, you get captured and you go into a uh, into into a torture sequence where you have to like button mash to try to like resist the electrocution, and the and the enemy character says to you. You're going to get one shot at this, no retries, so you know you, you better do a good job <laughs> resisting. And if you lose, like I did, uh, indeed, when the game over screen comes up, there is no option, as there typically is, to retry. You just have to go back to the main menu, and you go back to your previous save. So if you, know, if you haven't saved Ooh. recently, then <laughs> it could be before the previous boss fight. And that happened to me, and that's where I ended the last stream, because I was like, all right, well, I guess I, guess I can't do this. So... There's this, but the character like literally says to you, like, you know, there's, there's going to be no, whatever, there's no respawns or I forget exactly what he says, but this game does all these things to break the fourth wall that I think is like really, um, really fun and satisfying as a player that make it interesting and varied. So the, and the other, so the other aspect of the Psychomantis thing and sort of the, I guess this is the clue of why you need to switch your controller because he breaks the fourth wall before the fight he does this thing where he reads your mind and there's a lot of like uh like uh, i want to describe it as like undertale level detail in mm -hmm. 
Psychomantis looks at your memory card and remarks on the save data. So when you are playing on the PlayStation Classic, I was wondering how that would present itself. And Psychomantis' reaction in your stream was he described you as having a clear memory, uh, which makes sense because I don't. <laughs> I guess there's no real like joint memory card on the PlayStation Classic. There um, are virtual memory cards, but they're isolated yeah. by game. I right, think exactly. so. I wouldn't have any mixed save data. So yeah. Um, but he's still. But despite losing that little bit of uh, 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 I don't know, de cool detail of the Metal Gear Solid, he still remarked on your gameplay by saying, uh, "You save a lot." You're quite mm -hmm. a prudent person. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't know he was going to do that. That's that's cool. That's very fun. So this so this is exactly what I was excited yeah. about watching you play Metal Gear Solid because I know these games do this and these are like very high payoff moments for me. Right. Right. Yeah. Especially if you don't see them coming. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah. And there were there were other there were a couple other comments, too. I do want to look them up. I don't know what they correspond to, but there was I think they probably had to do with like your accuracy um and sure. like maybe how often you got detected uh as you played through mm. the game or like something like that like there were a couple other things he said about you too um but yeah and you know and and again it's like i it's my, this my my primary motivation for wanting to go back and play these games was i played death stranding and i really enjoyed it and i was like this game is so weird like where did this come from and uh i'm i'm at least initially getting a lot of satisfaction playing these uh, playing this old game because I'm like, yeah, I see where, uh, you know, I, I, I see where he gets it. Like the weirdness, he yeah. was doing this weirdness like 20 years ago. Um, and that's really cool. Uh, yep. you know, th there was a point where you brought up undertale. There was a point where I had a companion character briefly and she walked across a floor with hidden traps and like left the trail behind her and like, um, like you had to follow the footprints to not go over the traps. I was like, oh yeah, it's just like Undertale when you have to <laughs> walk past when when you have to follow Papyrus's path. It's like literally, it looks exactly the same. Right. Like I was like, oh, trap. that's probably a reference to this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's it's a great way uh for games to develop and be interacted with. So I'm so I'm very glad that you're uh into these games. It sounds like you're having a good time. You're going to be continuing. Do you have any like? cons of the game that you can think of well at, at first there was a con of um uh you know the the playstation uh original playstation controller had no analog sticks so um all the movements is with the there's no camera control or th there is but it's weird all the movement is with the d-pad is what i'm trying to get to mm -hmm. uh and so i had to get used to using the d-pad to move which at first i you know i never liked i always found pretty frustrating um but I, you know, I was motivated by the game, and so I got used to it, and I played through. Um, and I even, we went back to playing Final Fantasy X the other day on the PS2, which I can move with analog sticks. Mm. And I kept remarking, like, oh, wow, I keep going to the D-pad to move now. Like, I guess this is just, because <laughs> that's an option because of where it came from in history. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess this, like, this actually, um, this actually, this actually does make sense. Um, but I love how there's different, you can, you can choose to engage with the character more in the game. You can call people and get different dialogue and learn more about mm -hmm. them. Um, you know, and also like I, I get Kojima's verboseness. Like, uh, I played all of the introductory material before starting this game. Woof. And if you do all of the introductory stuff, 
I think it was literally like an hour. I think I spent like an hour <laughs> playing pre stuff for this game before I started the game. Uh, so it's like, yeah, I, I, and, and I thought it was cool and I thought there was interesting information in there and I'm like, yep, I, but I see where it comes from. It's like, nothing is ever surprising again. <laughs> yep. No, it's very consistent. Absolutely. Well, that's very cool. I'm this, this is paying off in all the ways I wanted it to. This is great. A perfect tidy experience. So thank you for everyone who contributed to the game list <laughs> that, um, had me play this game next. It's a lot of fun. I get to discover stuff that I have that I haven't played. Uh, cool, very cool. <laughs> Man, I was, I was, I was gonna play a game called Duck Souls, and I ended up not playing it. Um, but I guess I will just kind of dive into, uh, very briefly because by the time we release release this, I'll have maybe streamed more of these. I stumbled upon an article recently, so I really like Celeste. Celeste is a uh, platformer that, um, I don't know, incentivizes, like, good gameplay through tight controls. And I found an article that said, oh, here's the top ten games that are like Celeste. And I was like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of interesting. And I looked at the article. It was by, like, I don't know, IGN or some stupid popular website. Um, (laughs) And all the games it listed, it was like, oh, the Hollow Knights like Celeste or Super Mario's like Celeste. It's like, this is a um, stupid list. No. This is a very stupid <laughs> list. None of these games are like Celeste. At best, they're platformers. Um, and that's all they have in common. But like, none of these like capture like the, the puzzle and the kind of uh, 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 skill required to play these games. Ho- uh, Hollow Knight especially is a Souls-like. It is a 2D platformer. You got me there. But it's not similar to Celeste. And I got really mad and I got really frustrated and I looked around on the internet <laughs> and I found, oh, I should pull up, um, I have the article somewhere. Uh, there's a hero on a Steam message board somewhere who made this really <laughs> detailed and incredible list of things described as Celeste likes. And they said, like, you know, people... People get this wrong all the time. Here's my list of all the games that I can find that are truly Celeste-likes. Here's all the reasons why. And here's also a list of games of uh, that people keep calling Celeste-likes and are not Celeste-likes. And here's the reasons why they're not. Um, so th- uh, the, the person's name is... Oh, my God. I have to click so many things. Uh, but it's on a Steam message board by user SirTech5, S-U-R-T-E-C-H-5. And I can post the link to their uh, post. Um, and all the games you mentioned are games I've never heard of. Um, Ten Second Ninja, Million Greg, uh, Slime Son, uh, Towerfall Ascension, which is by the same creators as Celeste, which I've never heard of. Um, and a game called Duck Souls, which seems way too mm-hmm. uh, beautiful of a thing for me to like completely ignore so i'm hoping to play duck souls uh soon on stream because it, from one video it looks very much like celeste um you know tight controls difficult uh platforming puzzles things like that um but and but that's where the game came from is this idea of finding games like celeste that aren't just freaking hollow knight and 2d platformers yeah 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 
No, that's good to know. I like having that background because I had no idea where you got this. Um, I I just assumed that like you found a, a funny title and like <laughs> oh he hates Dark Souls hardy hard, but it's like yeah it's more than that. That's cool. That's exactly <laughs> it. It looks like that's just the reason, but it is more than that. That's that's my whole <laughs> life motto. That's. <laughs> um, but I have to finish inscription first, apparently, because inscriptions, <laughs> the 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 attention grabby one, is the one people are familiar with. I've never heard of Duck Souls. I don't think anyone's clamoring for me to play Duck Souls. But maybe, uh, except I for me, I kind of want to know what Duck Souls, Souls is all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for you, Dad. Yeah. For you, Dad. Duck Souls coming soon <laughs> to a Twitch stream near you. How long uh, do you think it's going to take you to beat Inscription? I think you can maybe say that without spoiling too much. Um, I, you know, I've never actually looked up a uh, how long to beat on inscription. Um, but if I did look it up right now as we were streaming, uh, was talking, <laughs> um, that's not how long to beat. What the hell website is this? Uh, thank you. Um, I, it says it says here we're looking at a twelve to nineteen main to completionist, uh, twelve to nineteen hour range. Um, I am at, I, my, my first stream was 12 hours long. Um, I've put 12 hours, uh, sorry, se- my first stream was seven hours long. I've put 12 hours into yeah, the game. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, so it, I, it's possible I'll beat it in one more stream. I don't think I will. It's possible. I'm like, if I had to guess, if I had to guess, I think the game is like broken up into like four segments and I might be halfway through the third segment, so I could probably get through a segment and a half if, like, if I'm at all correct about that, which I have no idea if I am. But I might be able to get to an like an ending in one more stream, uh, which would be tonight. Cool. I I, I do just want to clarify something. Uh, if I'm going to go into this game just for my own health and safety, is this or is this not a horror game? <laughs> As far as you know, <laughs> is this or is this not a horror game? Um, is the Last am of I Us gonna get a Doki horror... Doki? Is here? is Last of Us a horror game? Uh, I, what I'm primarily asking is, is am I, am I gonna get Doki Doki here or no? If we're, if, <laughs> is is this game in the Doki Doki genre? No, it is not. Uh, okay, good. That's all I want to know. <laughs> I, I mean, can, can I play this game before bed? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that I don't know. That's actually I'm not sure about that. Um, I at the point I am at. Uh, in the game, I have no impression that it is a Doki Doki game. I feel like I would have noticed by now if it were. Um, it's it's much more it's as it's as much of a horror game as I would say The Last of Us is. Okay. I feel like okay, that's good. Not that they're that's similar fine. at all, but you know, just as the intensity, it's a match. Same, the same levels right. yeah. of scary. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You get it. You right. Get right. Right. Yes. Uh, so yes, I've I, seen others scared. I probably wouldn't be scared myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like if you're not playing the game, that probably helps a little bit. Like I, I went into it thinking it was like a horror game, and if you go into it with that mindset, the game does f- with you a bit. Um, mm. and then as time went on, it's just like it really is just sort of atmospheric. It's not actually trying to do anything, uh, or at least it hasn't done anything. Uh, surprising in a horror genre way um it's done plenty of surprising but nothing in a horror way nothing that makes me regret it like that's not the reason i don't want to play the game cool but we'll see i'll see if i i'll have i'll have more feedback next time i i i would be surprised if i don't beat it next time um yeah i just i feel like it's the i feel like i need to beat the game in order to even have like an opinion at all we'll see we'll find out yeah we'll find out 